You are listening to the Thriving Empire podcast season three, how to find a remote job. So if you're a highly skilled human ready to ditch the office and the clutches of the commute and instead work for an awesome company right from your kitchen table or a co-working space or wherever in the world, you're going to love this season. I've created the ultimate resource bursting with actionable tactics and tips for finding a remote job, as well as a smooth transition to the remote work style so that you can enjoy more freedom and flexibility in your work and in your life. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, marketing strategist and consultant, traveler, coconut macaroon addict, and remote work obsessed. Let's get started. Well, hello, and welcome to episode 67 of Thriving Empire Podcast, where we are going to talk about how to vet a remote job before investing your valuable time and energy in the application. If you're new, oh my God, so excited that you're here. If you're a regular, so excited that you're back. I'd love you to share this with all your friends and colleagues. And also rate and review it on iTunes if you could. That would be so cool. And also don't forget, you can work with me one-on-one. Just head over to stephanieholland.co forward slash career consult for more information and booking. After we meet for a consult, you're going to know how to position yourself as the ideal remote candidate. You're going to know the top five places to look for the right remote roles for you. And you're going to feel 100% confident to apply and kickstart your remote career. So how cool does that sound? Okay, so... Let's talk about how to analyze and interpret a job post. It's really good to get into the habit of really looking at what's included and what's not mentioned in the job post so that you can get a sense of the role, the company, their mission, their vision, and their values, and most importantly, the culture. Now, the bonus in the podcast pack is a video teardown of a job posting where I walk you through exactly how I review and scan a job posting, what questions I ask in my head, um, what I think are red flags, etc. So if you don't have a copy of the podcast pack, don't worry. You can head over to the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 67 and you, you can grab a copy easily from there. Okay, so first things first, say you're on a job, uh, remote job board and you've clicked on a link for your ideal job that says, say, marketing manager for a company based in Boston, but with a distributed team of 60 around the world. So you've landed on the um, Uh, detailed uh, job post. So what's next? Here are the main things I would advise you to pay attention to, to get a sense of the role and the company. So first of all, is it a remote fit for you? Now, straight away, you want to assess your remote fit. So usually the remote descriptor is either in the headline or just below. Scan until you find it because it's not worth applying for something until you know for sure exactly what they mean by remote. So it might be 100% remote. Okay, it might be flexible working. It might be working from home three days a week uh, in the same city, on the same side of the country, like the East Coast or the West Coast of the USA. It might be remote restricted to a continent, maybe Europe, or it might be restricted to a country or a time zone. So make sure to do uh, to search for this info in the job post first before you spend a lot of time on your application. So don't apply unless you match the remote criteria or, uh, or you can, and you're eligible to move to fit the criteria. So for example, in one recent spec I was looking at, it specified this, anywhere plus or minus four hours UTC UK. So you might have to learn the time zone vernacular. So the next thing you want to look at is the information about the role. So firstly, you want to read and digest the details of the role summary. 
What does it involve? Does it give you a picture of the day-to-day -day expectations and deliverables, as well as the regular outputs and longer-term goals and targets? You want to get a real feel for the daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly expectations for the role and where it's heading, and be able to visualize yourself in the role day-to-day. -day. Does that give you a good feeling? Does the nitty-gritty of the role excite you? So hopefully they've listed the skills they're looking for. So can you tick at least 50% of them? Are they skills you enjoy using or are they skills you'd like to learn? They might also list responsibilities. So can you imagine these doing, doing these day to day? Would you enjoy it? Would you thrive in the challenge of it? Would any of it drain you? Does it feel uplifting to imagine yourself doing this every day, working on your own without any supervision? And hopefully they list the qualifications they're looking for. So do you match the qualifications? Do you have alternative relevant qualifications? You, you've got to think about that. You don't always have to match the exact qualifications but show alternatives can you show the equivalent of their expected qualifications in work experience because that goes so much further than a degree in anything I promise you and the smartest employers know that and also do you feel confident applying without the specific qualifications and experience and I hope so because it's always worth applying if the role excites you now, sometimes they show the requirements, both required and preferred. So do you feel comfortable with the requirements of the role? If you don't meet them, could you? Now, remember, apart from the non-negotiables, small companies know that you won't tick all of their preferred boxes. Now, one recent job post that I saw specified this. Aside from the non-negotiables, please don't worry if you can't check absolutely every criteria above. You're probably more awesome than you think. So how nice is that? Now, also, they're going to list benefits, hopefully, of the role. So do they match your needs and requirements? Do the benefits excite you or surprise you? Do they make you feel valued as part of a, um, you know, part of a team, as a potential team member? And do they make remote working seem easier or more beneficial for you? Then you have salary. Now, this is a tricky one because more and more companies are not including a salary bracket on the job spec, which is, makes it really hard to assess whether you want to apply for it or not. Now, on some job boards, it's essential that a company add at least a salary bracket, which is also always super helpful, right? Now, this means you can search for certain salaries, which is good because if you have done the calculation of knowing what you need and knowing your ideal salary goals, then you're going to have a very clear, concrete idea in your mind as to your salary bracket, your minimum and your maximum, well, not your maximum, but your minimum. And on other job boards or job aggregators, it's not a required field, leaving you wondering, well, you know, this sounds awesome, but what if it won't meet my salary needs? And this is a really fair comment and question and something you might only discover if you get to the interview stage, which kind of sucks really after putting in all of that effort. I've gotten to interview stage and people have told me, oh, there's no salary for the role. You've just, you just get 2% equity. And I'm like, no, I don't have a trust fund. I need to earn money for the work that I'm doing. So um, in some applications, you're invited to stipulate your salary expectation, which kind of sucks as well because then you always feel like you're bidding. It just feels really awkward. And in this case, you can use a salary calculator in your country or theirs to get a sense of the right bracket at least to aim for without undervaluing or overvaluing yourself. Now, with startups dom dominating the remote work scene, it's worth noting the different payment models that they're using. So one is th where the salaries are based on the location of the company office, if there is one, or where the founders are. So my previous founders were in Estonia and Hong Kong. 
long. Two, salaries are based on your location as a remote worker, which super sucks if you've actually moved to a country like Mexico or maybe a country in Asia specifically to save more money. And three, salaries that are based on general national market trends, which means anyone, it doesn't matter whether you live in San Diego or Bali, you get paid the same thing, which I think is super cool. Now, you may want to make a note to ask about this in your interview. But um, which uh, model, payment model, model the startup uses. But it's a good idea, like I said already, to know what you need to get paid to live comfortably. So do these calculations for yourself. Know what your costs are and what you'd like to get paid ideally in a way that aligns with your life and career goals, your location, your life stage, and the level of experience that you have to offer and the value you've got to offer. So that'll give you a good sense of the role. Now really imagine yourself in this role day to day, delivering on your short-term deliverables and a achieving your longer term goals and notice how that makes you feel that I really love to close my eyes and visualize myself doing this work doing the job in my kitchen or in my favorite cafe and I see how I feel about that so don't underestimate the power of visualization to help you choose the right role for you now you want to interpret more about the company itself so when it comes to the company, is there a summary in the job post about the company that states what they do, who they do it for and why? You want to look for information about their vision, their mission, and most importantly, their values. Now their values are usually listed as bullets, indicating the way they operate and how they treat their people. So take a close look at these and see if they light you up. You'll be most satisfied in a role where the company's vision, mission, and values align with your own. So that's how to look at the role and how to look at the company. Now, if they can't really clearly articulate their vision, mission, and values, hmm, maybe they haven't clearly articulated other things as well. So that might be a red flag. And a lot of this that I've told you today may seem like very obvious points, but they're so much more important when you work remotely because you won't have a team to rally around you or a boss to motivate you face-to-face. -face. You really have to be motivated by the, by the role itself Take pride in your work just because that's who you are and deliver on time, under pressure, with no one looking over your shoulder checking up on you. Now, you, when you feel excited by their vision, mission, and values, when you really enjoy the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day -day work, and when you feel you're being fairly compensated with salary and benefits, you will really thrive working remotely. So also, let's talk about how the job post is written. Now, is the post written in the first person? Is it super friendly? Is it fun, good-natured, humorous? Or is it static, boring, dry, and impersonal? Is it all about them and nothing about you? Now, their job post should be all about your experience of the role. Your application should be all about them showing what value you bring to their business and their goals. So make sure the tone, voice, and style of the job post sounds like the kind of culture you'd like to work in. Now, there's one more thing to notice, and that is how to apply. Now, pay special attention to the instructions for applying because sometimes you're just going to click apply now and you'll be redirected to their company website or a job search aggregator to input your fields. But sometimes they're going to leave a special email address and give you a specific subject, email subject heading or another phrase to put in your email to test whether you've read the job post in detail and all the way through. So read carefully, pay attention to every word and then apply with perfection. Now, most importantly, I think it's 
I think is that after you've scanned and interpreted the job spec, you take a moment to close your eyes and see how this role feels for you. I've said this already. I'm going to say it again. I know how easy it is to apply on autopilot to anything that seems remotely relevant, but it's really important to apply only if you feel the role is a good fit for your life and career vision and really excites you. So head over to Worksheet 15 in the podcast pack. It's actually an MP4 video file, but I need to stick with naming convention for all the materials so that readers don't get confused. But I do a teardown of a recent remote job posting that I found on a company website via a post on LinkedIn. I talk you through aloud my own insights, how I read through the job spec, the questions I ask in my head, and how I'd research further or follow up with the company before applying, red flags that I notice, and also their answers to my questions and why I didn't reply, um, apply. So if you don't have the podcast pack yet, don't worry. You can grab a copy in the show notes at stephanieholland.co forward slash 67. So that's it from me this week. I'll see you next week on Thriving Empire Podcast. But until then, keep living and working on your own terms so that you can build your career and the life you really want simultaneously. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire. I appreciate you being here and hanging out with me. Now, if you're not subscribed already, head over to stephanieholland.co, that's C-O, and sign up right on the page so that you never miss an episode. And if you're enjoying the show, I have a favor to ask you. Would you rate and review it on iTunes, please? Just search Thriving Empire on iTunes. Click subscribe, then ratings and reviews, and you'll be asked to give it a start rating and a quick sentence or two on what you think about it and what you think about me. Now, this will really help other people find it too, so that more people can build their career and create the life they really want simultaneously. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week and see you next time on Thriving Empire.